Welcome to Predictions, where the Lions prove that magic is real and the Vikings prove that hell exists. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it shortened us up. I'm your host, Tom. I'm just trying to suck a little bit less every week, Grassi. And today we're going to be breaking down every single game on the week 14 slate. Last week I went a respectable 9 and 5, bringing me to 114 and 79 for the year. I'm in 1811th place in the Pick'em League. Let's not talk about it. But we also have a new number one. Ranked person in the Pick'em League, and that's RSG Leader at 134 and 59, a total three games ahead of second place. So, RSG, congratulations to you, and keep on rocking. So, breaking down our first game of the week, you got Thursday Night Football, in which you got Big Ben Roethlisberger, the human embodiment of a tree or an ent from Lord of the Rings, taking on the purple incarnation of Satan and the only team to lose to the Detroit Lions this season, the Minnesota Vikings. Now, this matchup actually could be pretty good. The Vikings still banged up a bit. Dalvin Cook likely not going to play. Adam Thielen has a high ankle sprain, and if they play like they did against the Detroit Lions, well, then they're definitely going to lose. The Steelers able to pull off a W against their divisional rivals in the Ravens, mostly because the Ravens, you know, had no offense and then went for two-point conversions, and Mark Andrews was like, nope, thank you, and, you know, that's how that game went. Now, the Steelers, who the hell knows what kind of team they are? They get blown out by the Bengals, then they win a close game against the Ravens. I think that this is a very winnable game for either team. I think the difference is going to be, can the offense of the Minnesota Vikings get it going? I do think that not having Cook, not having Thielen is really going to limit what the offense can do. And so because of that, I think the Steelers defense is going to take advantage. I mean, they sacked Lamar Jackson seven times. And even though the Vikings offensive line has been good, yeah, I think the Steelers might be able to get it done. So I'm going to pick the Steelers to win this game. Not with any bias because I don't want the Vikings to win because I want the Packers to be able to win on Sunday and then clinch their division in week 14. (laughs) No, there's no bias whatsoever. Moving on, you got the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cleveland Browns. And I know what you're thinking. Thank God this isn't a primetime game because the last time it was, we all wanted to go to sleep. Yeah, here are these two teams meet yet again. And if you were like, this just happened. Yep, it did. Thanks, schedule makers. You're almost like the Washington football team remaining schedule. The Ravens, as I just talked about, suffering and losing to the Pittsburgh Steelers. And unfortunately, the injury bug continues to bite them as Humphrey is out for the year, put on IR. And the Ravens at this point are a walking ER room. Meanwhile, the Browns coming off a bye week, and boy, oh boy, did they need that bye week. The Browns are in rough shape. Baker Mayfield is playing injured. On top of that, they just can't seem to get it together. They're barely beating teams, or they're just blatantly losing to teams. And right now, they're the last-placed team in the AFC North. A lot of people are picking the Ravens. I'm actually going to pick the Browns to get the W here. It's being played at home. I think the bye week is going to allow some of these guys to heal up a little bit, which will definitely be beneficial for them. And the Ravens offense just hasn't impressed me since like the Chargers game. So because of that, I am going to pick the Browns to win. But honestly, if this game is anything like it was a few weeks ago, who am I kidding? I'm not going to watch anyway. 
Then you got an AFC South matchup between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tennessee Titans. The Jaguars getting blown out by the LA Rams. I mean, I don't think that was a surprise to anybody because they're the Jaguars. Meanwhile, the Titans talk about injury riddled teams. They had a bye week last week and they're another team that was like, yeah, limping into the bye. AJ Brown still on IR, not scheduled to come back for at least another couple of weeks. On top of that, They're just, they look rough right now. There's so many injuries on both sides of the ball. Offensive line, of course, Derrick Henry being out, A.J. Brown being out, Julio Jones might be back, so that could be beneficial. But, yeah, this is going to be ugly. If it was against any other team, I might say, you know, that the Titans might lose. But because it's the Jaguars, I think the Titans have a good shot at winning, and so I'm going to stick with the Titans. You're welcome, Denzel Washington. Then you got an AFC West showdown between Captain Finocchi and the Raiders taking on the Kansas City Chiefs and Lenny. This game could get real interesting real quick. The Raiders suffering some heartbreak and losing to Wildflower, a.k.a. the Washington football team last week. Just couldn't get it done, losing a tight game. Meanwhile, the Chiefs had a bye week. Oh, wait, no, they didn't. They just played the Broncos. <clears throat> Sorry, Brandon Perna. The, the Broncos really didn't show up. They looked bad. Their defense looked good, though. Speaking of defenses that look good, the Chiefs' defense is looking pretty good. On top of that, their offense is not looking good. Their offense really hasn't impressed for a time now going up against the Raiders team that can put up points I know the last time that they met the Chiefs absolutely blew the doors off of the Raiders and it was not a close game whatsoever I think this game might be a little bit closer but I think the Chiefs uh at this point they're starting to get the hang of it a little bit at least with that defense maybe they'll be able to limit Carr a bit so I am going to pick the Chiefs in Arrowhead such a hostile environment to play getting the W. Following that, you got the New Orleans Saints taking on the New Jersey Jets. The Saints, oh God, they ain't marching anywhere except backwards. Yep, well, Trevor Simeon wasn't the answer, and uh, Thursday, a beaten, broken Taysom Hill wasn't the answer either, and they were in that game. They could have won. The defense played pretty darn well against the Cowboys, but the offense was just horrific, and then Taysom Hill threw four interceptions, which really didn't help, but that really was at the end of the game. Meanwhile, the New Jersey Jets, yeah, they lost to the returning Ganeminshu and the Philadelphia Eagles. This is being played in New Jersey, and so the Jets might have an advantage because their turf literally tries to kill people. However, the Saints, Kamara, maybe he's going to come back after missing a bunch of games. If he comes back, I think that is going to be the defining factor in this game. And so I'm going to say the Saints win, though, to be honest, I have no faith in either of these teams. Moving on, you got a divisional rivalry in the NFC East. You got the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Washington football team. And get used to that, folks, because they're going to be playing again real soon. Washington is just playing divisional opponents from here on out. The Cowboys, as we just talked about, got a big win on Thursday, but still not incredibly impressive. Now, of course, you know, they had injuries and all that great stuff, and Zeke is not playing at 100%. But with a little mini buy between the Thursday game and now, maybe they'll rest up a little bit, but there's still some issues going on with the Dallas Cowboys. Meanwhile, the Washington football team, they got a big old win streak going on. Taylor Heinke is like, oh yeah, no, we're going to crush this thing. And I feel like every single time that his team is winning by like one or two points, he the amount of relief that is coming off that man. And it's just such a great story. So this could wind up being a close game. It is being played in Washington. So the poo water is probably going to be falling all over the fans. However, I do think the Dallas Cowboys are going to take this because resting up a little bit, getting some people back at full strength, I think just puts them over the edge because there is a lot of talent on that team. So I am going to pick the Cowboys here, but I'll be lying if... I said I didn't want Wildflower to take this one. 
Following that, you got an NFC South matchup between the Falcons and the Panthers. Yup, the Falcons keeping it close in the first half against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and listen, you could hang your hat on that. You got blown out by the uh, Patriots, so I mean, that's something here. But the Falcons are, are not a good football team. Obviously missing Calvin Ridley tremendously, but they just look like a dysfunctional team. Meanwhile, looking at the Panthers, they ain't nothing all right home about either. Cam Newton's not playing well. P.J. Walker is basically your number one guy. Sam Darnold is just floating in the abyss somewhere. Oh my God, is he a ghost? It all comes full circle. And the Panthers' level of play has been so forgettable. I didn't know they had a bye week last week. Uh, heading into this game, I think the Panthers are slightly favored here being at home, but I'm actually going to pick the Falcons to win this. If you have Cordero Patterson like running all over them like he has been doing this season, Mike Davis has his flashes every now and then, I think the Falcons have enough offensive firepower to get it done against a good Panthers defense, but the Panthers just haven't done anything to show me that like they're going to be a good football team. So I'm going to pick the Falcons here. But again... This game is going to not be good. Moving on, you got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Houston Texans. The Seahawks getting a W against the 49ers. Look at you guys. Even if you're down, beaten, and broken, you could still raise your middle finger to the San Francisco 49ers like Patriots, not the team, because they actually have a winning record. Meanwhile, you take a look at the Texans, and as we talked about with the Texans, they're a bad football team. They absolutely got the snot kicked out of them by the Indianapolis Colts, which I spent eight seconds talking about that game last week. Here, I'll spend more, a little bit more than eight seconds, but I think the result is going to be the same. Might not be a blowout, but I think the Seahawks will get the W here. Russell Wilson looked pretty good, finally, after recovering from his finger injury, and I think the Seahawks get the win. Moving on, you got the lightning high. Detroit Lions taking on the Denver Broncos. The Detroit Lions are on a win streak, ladies and gentlemen, in 2021. A last second throw from Jared Goff to Amon Ross St. Brown, brother of Packers wide receiver Equinemia St. Brown, securing the Lions' first win over the purple incarnation of Satan and the world rejoice. Taking on the Broncos, who are a poopy caca right now. The Broncos offense, besides their run game and Javante Williams, looks terrible. Teddy Bridgewater's not really playing well. They have so many weapons on that team that are just going underutilized. The play calling's not good, and it's just a mess all around. The defense has been playing well. Now, the Lions, can they go for win number two here, playing in a pretty hostile environment? They're going to have to pop an aspirin at least 24 hours before so they can get used to the altitude. I'm actually going to pick the Denver Broncos to win this game here. Um... And, and it's not that I don't think the Lions could win. It's more that I don't want them to win anymore after cheering for them last week because I want their only win this season to be against the Vikings. And you go, Tom, are you really that petty? And the answer is 100% yes. So because of that, Broncos win. Moving on, you got the New Jersey Giants taking on the L.A. Chargers. The Chargers were in a back-and-forth game with the Bengals coming out hot, scoring a ton of points, and then choking the game away in the second and third quarter. And then they were like, ha-ha-ha, Bengals can choke a little bit more because Joe Burrow only has nine fingers getting the W. Meanwhile, the Giants, yeah, it was a close game until the end, but losing to Tua Tungvaloa Kaboa Ticonderoga and the Miami Dolphins. This game should be the Chargers game. They should win. They, they definitely should. I don't trust the Chargers. I have no idea what kind of team they are. They can have an explosive offense. I know Keenan Allen has the COVIDs. And the Giants defense actually can be halfway decent here. 
I'm going to pick the Chargers to win, though. There's probably going to be more Giants fans in the stands than Chargers fans. So I'm not going to say they really have an advantage here. The only advantage is they might just have talent and the Giants just have pain. Moving on, you got an intriguing game between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kitty Goes Meow Cincinnati Bengals. The 49ers suffering a heartbreaking loss to the Seattle Seahawks last week. And I know that burns because, you know, division rival in the whole nine yards, it's the Seahawks. Jimmy G not looking so good. Kyle Shanahan absolutely despising Trey Lance's existence and doesn't even want to see him like he's just a redheaded stepchild. Meanwhile, you got the Bengals, as we just talked about. They were in a back-and-forth game with the Chargers, and they looked just as inconsistent. Before this, the 49ers had a nice little win streak going on, especially relying on Elijah Mitchell and that run game, and George Kittle still lighting it up out there. The Bengals need this win because the AFC North is still wide open, and any single one of those teams can actually win. The 49ers are still vying for a playoff spot in the NFC, and I think that this could be actually a really fun game. I'm going to pick the Bengals to win this one because maybe they're just, you know, performing in every other week thing. You know, Joe Mixon had a fumble last week, didn't really look like himself. So maybe the Bengals will, like, rebound a little bit against the 49ers, but I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers pull this one out. But my gut is telling me, Kitty goes meow. Then... Tom Brady returns to haunt the dreams of the Buffalo Bills as the Bills visit Tampa to take on the Buccaneers. The Bills uh, got beat by a QB who only threw the ball three times and over 200 rushing yards from all of their backs. Just could not stop the New England Patriots. Their defense really wasn't too bad. Holding the Patriots and making them just go two for 12 on third down, but they just really had no answer to the run game and they couldn't get anything done on offense. Meanwhile, the Buccaneers, as I talked about, they had a close game with the Falcons for the first three quarters of that game and then they blew it open. The Buccaneers, I think, are definitely favorited to win this game. I think you'll see a lot more of Buffalo's offense on display here, though, because they have no run game. I mean, it's just going to be all on the shoulders of Josh Allen. This could be a really fun game and a really close game. I am going to pick the Buccaneers to win this out, but I know the Bills definitely want to beat Tom Brady here because that would make like, what, four times? Then on Sunday night football, you got the Chicago Bears heading to Lambeau with Justin Fields, who is going to play against Aaron Rodgers and his nine toes and the Green Bay Packers. The Bears kind of put up a fight a little bit against the Cardinals. Uh, Dave Montgomery looked good. Andy Dalton threw four interceptions, which was really not so good. And Justin Fields, who's had some bruised ribs, is going to be returning for this game. Rookie QB, inefficient offense. Though, I will say, again, I like David Montgomery a whole lot. They do have some weapons like Darnell Mooney and, of course, Allen Robinson on that team. Though, who knows if Allen Robinson is even going to play. Packers coming off a bye week and... Jair Alexander returning to practice, which would be an amazing boost to that already good defense. I think the Packers are just going to take this game here. I think the Bears might make it competitive, you know, if they rely on the run game. But I think our defense is just a little bit too good to really be fooled by anything the Bears are going to do this year. Plus, again, a rookie QB coming off an injury. I think the Packers are going to be able to put up points against this defense. So I'm going to pick the Green Bay Packers here and Aaron Rodgers will continue to own you.
And then finally, to close it out on Monday Night Football, you got an NFC West Divisional Showdown. You got the LA Rams taken on the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams finally had a bounce back game and actually beat a team after, you know, not winning in November. And the Cardinals, they were able to roll over the Bears. Kyler Murray returning, especially with DeAndre Hopkins. They're looking pretty good health-wise, and they're just going to start really setting the stage for the playoffs here. The Rams need to win this football game. I know a lot of people out there think that the Rams are frauds right now, considering that they did not win in the month of November. And on top of that, they're just way too inconsistent. They were able to take down the Jaguars, and that's all well and good. They should have done that. Now you're going up against one of the top teams in the NFL and NFC. So if there's a time to kind of say, hey, this is our prove-it moment, it's this week. If the Rams lose, I mean, they're still going to be fighting for a playoff spot, but this will be the Cardinals division and they might prove it this week because they might legitimately clinch the division with a win. I'm going to pick the Cardinals to take this one because I just don't think the Rams are consistent enough to get it done. But if they're able to get after Kyler Murray, you know, who's still recovering from an injury, maybe they have a shot. But Matthew Stafford basically has to play flawless football. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel these games are going to shake out? Let me know. You can send me at TomGrassyComedy.com or TomGrassyComedy on all social media. See you down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrassyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go Pack Go.